It's the Talking Chip Podcast, man. It's Tom. What's good? And my dear, what's going on with you today? Pronounce that name for me. Anna Shanae. Say it one more time. Anna Shanae. Anna Shanae. Yes. I'm saying it right. Anna Shanae. Mm-hmm. You're saying it right. Yeah. And we're here for an interesting topic, man. Anna Shanae, how's the dating life for you? If there's a dating life. <laughs> You know what? That's not a fair question. That's not a fair question. Honestly, I am single. Um, I have been single for over two years now. And it's just, it's not a very big pool, to be honest with you, Um, because I've elevated and I've matured a lot spiritually. So I'm looking for something different. And unfortunately, I just haven't seen and felt a lot of guys who meet the criteria. Like, I'm not super picky, but I know my value and I know my worth. So okay. I'm not settling. Okay. So I guess you could say my love life is fine. I'm just not dating right now. Got you. So when now, all right. So listen, <laughs> the interesting topic. You know what I mean? I'm pulling from uh, a, a writer, a professor who mm-hmm. has written these reports, books talking about uh maybe maybe you should consider dating outside of your race that's gonna be the topic it's gonna be the topic (laughs) today um let me just say you say the pool is not good right in your area no No, it's not what are some of the drawbacks um I have children. I'm a single parent. I have two daughters. So I try not to be like biased against men who have children. Uh, Mm -hmm. But if you have more than three, I'm looking at that as a potential red flag. I'm going to just keep it real. Um, Not only that, uh, if you can't communicate well, like I... I like intellectual men. So Uh-oh. you have to be able to stimulate me mentally. And if you can't do that, what are we doing here? Gotcha. Um, <laughs> so those just those are two that I would definitely are top tier for me. Like I I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all I'm good. sorry, not sorry. I'm sorry, not sorry. We we got our picks. We got our picks, but let me mm-hmm. not let me say this though. Like, I'm not here to be uh who's the popular guy there, Kevin Samuels. I'm not here to oh. slam I'm not here to slander Kevin Samuels, and this is not a Kevin Samuels sex session. So we might get some laughs, but it's not gonna be at your expense and in, in, in regards to uh belittling you and being demeaning in regards to you know our dating preferences, but um mm-hmm. You know, it, it's crazy because, like, um, how do you feel about African-American males dating outside of their race? Can I be honest? Go for Can it. I, to be Okay, listen. So, first of all, let me plug myself. I do have a, a YouTube channel called To Be Honest 2.0. Check me out. Um, yep. And I talk about a lot of different things, and this happens to be one of them. Um, I'm kind of torn to be real with you, because on one hand, it's like, here we are with a shortage of good men, melanated men, Mm -hmm. and you have the audacity to run over to Karen, like, we don't need our strong warrior men for us, like, it used to make my blood boil, and Mm -hmm. I just couldn't grasp, like, how could you feel okay with it, knowing the history, you know what I mean, you know the 
the whole lineage, like how we've suffered our ancestors have been victims to their ancestors. So how can you feel okay with that? And then, you know what, here's the most common thing that I've seen is like when melanated men get to a position of power, they get a little bit of money, then they want to just forget about the women who were there for them. You know, that was the backbone for them that helped them when they didn't even believe in themselves. They forget about us and they go get uh, Betty, they go get Susan. You see what I mean? So that hey. is so infuriating. Listen, I, I can't. <laughs> I'm honest to say, and the, hey, Becky Thick these days. You know, that's another. <laughs> <laughs> Becky getting them Pilates in. You feel me? She hey, eating a little hey, bit of cornbread. Hey, Beck, 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 you know what Beck, I'm saying? She she doing her fizzle. Heather, I'm they they have hips. They yeah. they do. You know what I mean? They even getting them injections, the collagen injections, collagen, trying to look yeah. like we look like naturally. You see what I'm saying? So why mm. would you go and get an imitation when you can have the real thing? You feel what I'm saying? You have authentic, natural curves, thickness, and beauty. We ain't got to work hard at it, honestly. Most of us, if you're taking care of yourself properly. Okay. Um, but for the ones who aren't, that's not even impossible for them to look like this said thick Becky. If they put in a little bit of energy and effort because they had the support of their king, who knows what they could really look like and what their full potential really looks like. You feel what I'm saying? So okay. it is you give value to and they not giving value to us. They want to venture over and explore something different. And here's my thing. Hey, I, I, I want my baby to have good hair. Oh, so you think, okay. <laughs> so that's a program, okay? That is a conditioning of the mind where we've been taught by society to think that our melanation, our beautiful coily hair is not beautiful. And in fact, it is. It's so unique that not everybody has it. There, you know, people, our hair grows towards the sun. Name one other nationality that has that, that physical attribute. I'll wait. Okay, so there aren't any. So that makes you so unique and one of a kind. So your children will and can have beautiful hair. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, what is beauty to you? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So if you think less then hey, that's what it is. But right. like I said, to each their own, I, ne I ain't necessarily just like down to nobody. But yeah, I had a problem with it for a while. I mm. did. It, it, yeah. This is, this is a little bit of battle of the sexes today, guys, on this podcast slightly. <laughs> you know, we're going we gonna to try to keep it informative, but we also going to keep it light at the same time. So I do value your opinion and, you know, my interjection with, you know, some humor at the end of the day is just basically to keep it lively. So I don't want people to take it out of context with anything that either one of us has say because it's our opinion and it's just sheer yeah at the end of the day. So like us, love us, share us. If you don't care, just keep it mum. Because ain't nobody <laughs> battle on, on the internet. But, okay. um, but no, the big thing is this though, right? So there was an article written recently or at least put into circulation by the New York Post mm -hmm. uh, and why black women should consider dating white men. Hmm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> with them with them what's in it for me like my guy I have to be real with you like what is it really doing for me and what are your motives like I wait, can't okay wait, time out time out time out <laughs> Kamala has a white husband uh new justice 
confirm, com, new, newly confirmed Justice Kentaji uh, Brown Jackson has a white husband. I'm sorry. Are these women melanated? Are they okay? So all of the women that you named, there's some type of big political figure. So this works well for their image. Wait, I mean, wait, we gonna wait, keep wait, it all the way. Wait, wait. Okay. Spielberg married to a black woman. Same thing. Not Spielberg. Uh, yeah, I think it's Spielberg. Um, Robert De Niro was married to a black woman. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, I'm not saying that everybody doesn't marry for love when we're looking at an interracial relationship, but I'm saying it'd be kind of convenient, you know what I mean? Because now you're tapping into a whole new, um, I'm going to say a whole new group of people that you otherwise wouldn't have access to. Because okay. think about it, this demographic of melanated beings will now mm. potentially look at you and vote for you. Oh, he got a black wife. Mm. I'm a vote for him. Oh, mm. you know, that movie director who who makes movies, but his his wife is melanated. So I'm gonna go watch his movie. I'm gonna go support him. So it's it's very convenient because financially you're being you're you're benefiting from it. You're mm -hmm. profiting from them, and then the status as well. So it's like you're a good fit, okay, if you will. Mm -hmm. Now, how long ago? Now I know that it's it's a it's like a slippery slope with this particular topic yeah. because yeah. not long ago, yeah. this was not a popular thing. Like you couldn't see it, you couldn't hear it because there's too much racism. You're getting death threats and all this type of stuff. So you're you didn't level. see that. You're, you're a jigger level. <laughs> oh, I, I'm changing. I'm changing the you know the end to the J. I but, got you. I got you. Know, you. So you know, that, that, that was, was the thing. The, that was one of the claims. You're a jigger level. You yes. Know? So yeah. I don't know, maybe it's because society is quote unquote evolving, uh, being more open and receptive to interracial relationships that maybe, you know, it's just they're making people more comfortable with the idea, with the concept of it. I don't know. But like I said, I'm kind of torn because on one end, I'm like, I don't like it. It ain't right. Why right. Would Do you see cows mixing with lions? Do you see hippopotamus mixing with elephants? You don't see that, my guy. Look at the animal kingdom. They're a clear example. So why are we playing around with the genome? You know, why are we doing that? I'm just asking. But I but I but I, I do see brown and white spots on the cow. You know, I see, you know, in the in their coat and their skin. But to, but but you know, listen, <laughs> I'm gonna say this right. So let's let's talk about the dating, the dating situation. Yeah. Um Black men, I hang my head in shame. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't be like that. I, I do because it's saying that you know, for the brothers, it's saying that women are fifty fifty percent black. Women are fifty percent more likely to be uh, graduates. You know, make sure they have an education, albeit high school to college level. So you're saying initially that you know you like an intellectual person. So a person isn't, you know, if you have a large pool or a large population or half of the population isn't even making it to the starting point to get to the finish line of, you know, uh, general education to post-secondary education, mm -hmm. that's a thing. Uh, where, where, where does that hurt us in our community with 
black men not having enough uh, education behind them, and 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 when it when it comes down to dating, is it just the money, or is it more so knowing how to deal with you and speak to you in a better manner? It's all encompassing, honestly, because it all trickles down at the end of the day. So you it's know I'm like, league, right? Sorry, because you know I'm in league. And my contract, though, you know, my contract, like, I just signed a hundred million contract. <laughs> and, you know, all that, all that guy, all that guy Bentley's out here, and we can take anywhere you want to go. So, you trying to tell me I ain't good enough for you? I dropped out. But I, but I, but I still made it to the league, though. You froze up, you froze up. Please come back. Please come back. Your Wi-Fi tripping. Yeah, you black in the building. You know what I'm saying? You black in the building. But yeah, we 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 I guess I guess we going, we're getting too strong, so they mm. locking us off. Yes. But like okay. I say, I, I'm a baller though, shot caller. You ain't trying to mess with me. I'm trap of the year. Okay, let me say this. Let me clarify. When I say intellect, that doesn't necessarily mean like your educational level, because there are rich dummies and there are not well off <laughs> uh intelligent men. You see what I'm saying? So don't get it twisted. And, and again, we're we're being indoctrinated with westernized uh education. So first of all, that it's not even by those standards. See, when you're dealing with a woman that knows herself, when you're dealing with a goddess, she doesn't measure you uh, based on those type of standards. It's based on her own internal. You see what I'm saying? Her own. And okay. if it matches, if it's if it's a good fit, it's a good yoke, like we good. But if we we not equally yoke, what are we doing here? So mm. I just want to be very clear on that. It's not about materialism. Not for me. I can't speak for every woman, but for me, it's not even about that. Because I tell you, I have always been the breadwinner in every relationship I've ever been in. Always. Okay. And I don't know if that has something to do with the fact that it wasn't successful because maybe they were intimidated or threatened or, you know, didn't feel like their opinion or their voice mattered. But I never treated them less than a man because I'm going to respect you first and foremost because you are the head of the household and king of my life. So therefore, you're going to get respect regardless. Money is nothing but a tool that we utilize. So that has no value compared to, you know, my man. So that's just what that is. So even though you're the breadwinner, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and most of your situations in the past, do you still feel that he is head of the household even though you outpace him financially? I do, I do. Because he brings other things to the table that money could never. Because everybody thinks like, if I get in a certain tax bracket, oh, I'm gonna be happy, my life gonna be great. But when you lonely in your mansion, hey, I ain't talking about gold diggers. We're not talking about gold diggers here. I'll say this, how many rich people don't commit a suicide? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So that lets you know money is not the end all be all. It don't buy you happiness. Right. So, and what did Puff Daddy say? More money, more problems. Yeah, that that part. <laughs> so they need all to really get into it. <laughs> all the time, all the time. 
But yeah, it's it's just it's a thing. So like I I read the article. I don't know if you 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 had a chance to read the article. I'm gonna actually go back and read the book. Just I'm a book reader. Not that it's gonna necessarily be informative to me, but it just it just is uh it's interesting because uh I would say now more women with degrees uh, more specifically are saying, you know what, I don't have to be held hostage anymore. I don't have to I don't have to stay in my race as far as black women to uh, feel just anymore. I don't have to date down anymore because mm-hmm. I'm getting down. Um, if the person is like you said, part and, and, and this is the exterior portion. It's not the internal, it's not the intellectual, it's metaphysics and nothing like that. It's, a, it's mm-hmm. that, it's what's on paper, as they say, them paper champs. Yeah. Do they check off with this? Do they check off with that? Um, do they have a degree? Do they have a car? Do they have a job? Do they have certain assets? Things of that nature. But we we and we also are tricked, like you said, because we've been indoctrinated. Now understanding that a lot of things that we consider assets are really liabilities for the mm-hmm. most part. You know what I mean? So you got a million dollar house, all right, you got a million dollar worth of debt. Is it an asset or is it a liability? You know, right. you have to calculate that. You got a hundred thousand dollar car. So what is it? asset or liability if it isn't paid off and then what is the true value thereafter so you know saying that to say it's it's a it's a struggle but it seems as though the black woman since 1980 has started to step out more and they're 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 straddling they're jumping the racial line and when it comes to <laughs> trying to find happiness in their heart at this point they went from three percent to twelve percent since 1980 and the Nepal study that showed that more black women are saying, I don't care what you think. I just want to be happy. Yeah. I mean, okay. Let me speak for women in general. Okay. Because for the longest, we've not really had a voice. I'm all about women empowerment. I really am a supporter of women of any nationality. Mm-hmm. Um, and our happiness is our utmost importance. Our peace is, you know what I mean? So live in the lifestyle that we deserve. And I don't think you need to um, settle for anything less than the best. And that, I don't care who that is like with. So if that is a, a Chinese man, if that's an African man, if that's a Hispanic, whatever that looks like for you, this is where I am now since I have matured. Um, right. And I'm looking at it in a, from a, a I'm going to say, a macro perspective. I like um, that. I like that. And, and it's kind of like we deserve to seek whatever brings us that fulfillment. And if that man can't fulfill you, regardless of what his pockets looks like, his intellect, his friends, his connections, then we are not going to partake in it. So this is really, this is really going above that glass ceiling when it comes to. Um, expectations. It is, it's more than just I'm dating this man or I decided to marry him because of what he has to bring to the table, but it's more so about what he makes me feel like. You know, mm-hmm. does he make me feel like a queen? Does he make me feel like a goddess? Does he put me first and foremost before his family and his, his uh, friends and his job, his career? Like those things matter. You know what I mean? It is, it's not even about all of the old, I'm going to say the old ways of the paradigm, like 
before we were given that check mark list. Like we were given a list. Does he do this? Does he do that? And you're pressured by your family and society to be married by 30. So you have people who literally get into relationships because of peer pressure, because of loneliness. I'm not lonely, baby. Although I am single, I'm very fulfilled. I'm very happy. I can still date even though I'm single. You see what I'm saying? So it's really whatever you make of it. Like life and love and relationships is what you make of it. So I guess like this is the new age thing. It's, it's not even about uh, interracial. I'm going to even stop using that term interracial because it's another label and labels do nothing but separate. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's another way to um, exclude people in some shape, form or fashion. And I'm all about unity. I'm all about inclusiveness mm -hmm. with women empowerment. You gotta be, you know what I'm saying? So therefore the same thing comes to love and relationships. Let people love how they want to love, who they want to love. And you do the same. We worry but, about people too wait, much. Wait, 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 but the stigma though, the stigma. It is like, there. Like you said, you know, you, you, you used to feel a type, some type of way. Brothers in the arms of uh, Becky. Um, uh, 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 let me see. Uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't really. Uh, I really couldn't come up with a Latin, Latin name, and and uh, you know the. Uh -huh. And you know, I'm not gonna make up no crazy name, but why the backlash for the men and not the women? Because all of these. Uh, let's let's say all of these guys. You know, speaking of De Niro, speaking of Spielberg, speaking of, uh, you know, Dr. Whomever, who is Kaji's uh, husband and the so on, the so on, the many, the many Caucasian men, uh, even David Bowie, David Bowie and uh, Iman that that have elected to marry a black woman. It, it, it just, y'all ain't talking shit about them, the way y'all be cutting at the man ankle like he ain't shit he took it to a white girl you know uh all this other crazy stuff like that 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 has been you know been 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 spoken in the past why do you feel that that there could be such a stigma of the men jumping on versus the women because it's very subtle and quiet I, somebody <laughs> i didn't even know man i well you know just to say this last point i didn't even know robert de niro was married to a you know canadian you know, uh, woman of the African diaspora. Whew, there's so many labels we got to put on. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But. Um, the stigma is there. Like, I'm going to be honest, it's there. But it has a lot to do with trauma. The trauma that is unresolved, I don't care what your sex is, is an issue. It's going to be an issue because it really shapes the way that you perceive life in general. Um, and that's the reason why I now have a new overview about this topic, because I've grown, I've learned, I've been working through traumas, childhood and adult life traumas, and um, even things that have come down through the lineage of the ancestors, what we call um, generational curses, like all of that plays a part in your reality. So if you view yourself as a victim, you view yourself as like, um, how dare he, you know, not value us? How, how dare he not appreciate us? 
and go and do and be everything for this particular woman that he couldn't and wouldn't be for me. So that hurts. That cuts really deep down to the core of melanated women. Um, and, and FYI, this is Black. My skin is nowhere near that. But anyways, I digress. Uh, I just wanted to point that out real quick. So it's like that particular issue, which is the unresolved traumas, is what causes people to view um, men different, like stepping out. And in, in actuality, it's all even. It really is no different. Um, it's like you're you're. It's the ultimate betrayal. Like if you think, and I don't know if this is getting a little too too raunchy, but like if you think about the women who were molested by uh, European men, and then you turn around and you give yourself because we supposed to have a special shared connection and bond from jump. We're supposed to. So it's like. I can't, I can't perceive you now being able to be okay with giving it away and sharing it with, with the next, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's why men receive so much more backlash than women. And it's like, we're softer on women. We're a little bit more gentler with women um, because we are creatures of, and beings of, um, of emotion. And, and so because of that, we're a little bit more gentler with ourselves when we make our form our opinions when we form our opinions and ideas about that but uh like I said I I don't stick to that platform now and the reason why I changed it so drastically is because I now know I'm only reacting because it's what was taught to me that idea to hate um was passed down to me generation to generation we do not like white people. We don't like European people because they did this in the third. And I and I'm all for reparations. I've been fifteen years, and and I've never wronged you in my life. And I'm Caucasian. I and I I get that. And so I'm saying, so you will have people arguing on both sides of the fence to that one statement. And it's like, well, your ancestors did, so y'all need to pay for what they did. You literally, we don't have. We don't have like a fair, a level playing field because the the wealth and the assets that we could have had for our family, it was stripped from us. So mm -hmm. that, I mean, it's deep seated. It is really deep seated hatred and programming. And we have to learn to reprogram our minds. We have to learn to be individuals and think freely. Yeah, it happened. I ain't saying forget about it, but I am saying don't allow it to control your future. You can decide to be fearful and hatred living all up and through you, or you can choose love, unconditional love and happiness. And that's what I choose. So if that's with the leprechaun, if that's with the dinosaur, if that's with, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one, one from El Salvador, then that's just what it is. Like, I'm going to be happy. We just aiming for best in class because, you yes. know, it comes to... <laughs> When it comes to the, to 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 the, the the black male perspective, I mean, honestly, especially in my peer group, we look at life like, um, as far as women, we're approaching it like it's a buffet. Oh, uh. everything. <laughs> so that, you know, I mean, we haven't we haven't gotten that deep as far as thinking about does the rack look good? Is mm. does the back look good? And you know, some financial, but not necessarily. And I mean, 
in the eighties, in popular times, well, no, not, not popular times, in modern times, in mm-hmm. the thought process of the locker room, the locker room thought set, the locker room thought process was. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tough to say, fellas, but I'm gonna have to spill <laughs> some beans right now. Come with it. Come with it. I'm gonna get me a white girl who's gonna take care of me. I mean, I can see that being true. On cause... the dating side. And then um, from dating any other race, uh, I don't know, man. We look so good that just, you know, Latinos and Asian women just want to rub our feet and make our babies. <laughs> and we, we, we don't have all that. Man, you pay this bill. You don't, you, 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 you. Gentle reminders. Don't be mad about gentle reminders because <laughs> if you were up it. on your A game, I am calling it a gentle reminder gentle because if you were up on your A game, I wouldn't even have to remind you. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like women, we know that women historically have matured faster than men. Like that's not even a question. And that's the reason why you see the advancement of them compared to their counterparts. But by the same token, you have to decide as a man, I want better and I deserve better for me. So it ain't even about attracting this particular type of woman or being enough in her eyesight it is about being enough for me for myself so Mm -hmm. that's the number one thing is loving yourself enough to push yourself to be the best but destiny child said cater to you i want to cater and that's what (laughs) (laughs) and we will we will cater to and submit to the man who has won our heart he has proven to be yeah. exactly what we need in our lives to grow and be our best version of ourselves so we will do that listen you, let, me, let me tell you how how real it was in one relationship with my oldest daughter's dad we were together for eight and a half years on and off um I would when he was getting off of work I would have the house clean smelling good dinner is already prepped plate is ready your your clothes are already out for your bath like I would iron his boxers and socks and have them ready for him like that's the type of woman I am very attentive to details because you need to feel as comfortable as you make me feel you know what I'm saying you deserve that level of comfort and I think sometimes we get it twisted like oh the man only has to cater to the woman and in actuality we're catering to each other it's about reciprocity here. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we have to do is get back to um, just being aware and conscious of the needs of our partner. If you're going to decide to even go down that route, be prepared to do that, to fulfill that role. That's all. There's so many men out there that, that carry themselves like Will Smith and, and, and we ready. We, <laughs> we body body. We ready to go slap somebody up over the- <laughs> Look at our old ladies speaking to our old lady out of their out of their neck, and uh, I don't know, man. I, I just I guess I gotta say for the fellas, though, it's it's different as a black man. Um, you know, I carry myself a certain type of way. You know, I got many friends, I got family members that are in interracial relationships and marriages, and you know, I got it's like the United Nations when we when we have. Together at the end of the day, I got little Latino uh, cousins. <laughs> I got uh, uh, some white cousins, and I got. But but it's but, a true melting pot. It's a true melting pot, and ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what we need to see more of because that's what's gonna end yeah, that separation. Yeah, it's it's all good in that regard. 
I, I, I'm so sad we have to put a, such an emphasis on it in regards to uh, the black woman. Find, and this is about you. And this is about the black women coming out women's month. But it's more so about black women finding their happiness outside of the race. I don't know if it's necessary if it necessarily has to be done. But I mean, at this point, I say fair is fair. At the end of the day, um, no matter what, I, I, I'm not gonna look at somebody crazy when they bring, uh, you know, a Caucasian man to across the table. I, like I said, and our family makeup, my extended family makeup, you know, I, I see it all. You know, I got a, I got a matter of fact, I got a cousin from the country of India, so I got an Indian cousin. You know, and 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 at the end of the day, it's like I get it. I get it um, in regards to what is not being done, what's being done when it comes to uh, us finishing education, us having a stable or uh, bringing stability, financial stability to the table to be able to be supportive and, and, and bring up a household. But the trauma is definitely true. I agree with you wholeheartedly from a psychological standpoint of uh, black men, wanting to be catered to in such a fashion because if it, if they came up in a single parent household mm -hmm. did this mama did that so i'm looking for that woman to be like my mama for the most part first mm -hmm. and i'm not saying me personally but i'm just saying i i i understand the ideology a lot of men out there who actually have girlfriends who who have wives where they really are in a unique way they're really their mom first more so than their lover and their companion because they they you know k michelle said it can't raise a man <laughs> no nah, but it's a lot of women out there it's a lot of women out there in particular are raising the man in within the relationship um it's not that you know and some people get it twisted they're like Oh, she has him wrapped around her fingers. No, nope. he's used to conforming to uh, what a woman tells him to do because there was no man raising him actively in his life, so he doesn't have those experiences that he can uh, he can you know dig deep and think back and utilize to say, hey, you know, my dad did this, and my dad, my father showed me how to do that. When it comes to the simplest things, first and foremost know how to speak to a woman yes and the proper etiquette so that it's not demeaning you know we're not taking our concept from um the music that we listen to the entertainment that we see on television where a b come mm -hmm. on you know and <sighs> it's sad honestly it's a catch-22 because women prefer a man that is dominant and very masculine, but we also can appreciate and like the softer side where they're more um, in tune and in touch with their feminine side. Like, too unfeminine or infeminine or feminine? What did you say? I say too infeminine or feminine because I like to, I like I like fingernails on my I like to paint my fingernails and stuff now. That's what they're doing these days. So I'm just trying to be like. Uh, I, listen okay my ego self my ego self would say what the you know what i'm saying like well, you're a little, little you're a little hey 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 you know 
but, but then again, but I'm not. But I'm listen. But I'm not. I'm strong. You know. I, I you know. I, I like when you go get your nails done. I want to get my nails done too, though, babe. Get you a clear coat. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing with me right now, okay? Um, but honestly, the reason why um that would be viewed as gay uh is because like we're not used Sorry, to seeing pqxyg elemental p we love all <laughs> oh yeah i do my best friend my best friend he's from new york he does my hair whenever he's here um i love him forever like we've been friends for over 15 years so i have nothing against anyone um I'm that saying, i'm saying so you say i'm sorry i cut you off but yeah you, you sure did uh, so basically I couldn't, it's... be your masculine man walking around with uh, two, three fingernails. No, no, I might, I might put black on there like Kid Cudi and. Oh and, my gosh! You know, I'm, but these guys are setting. They're they're influential. They're setting the tone, and okay, I'm a '70s '80s baby, born in the late '70s, raised in the '80s, so that is not my thing, quote unquote. But you have to think about it going forward. These kids now these days where it's almost like anything go we're we're living in such a liberal society that the word masculine masculine is kind of becoming extinct in america um okay okay yeah 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 (laughs) okay i'm gonna say this i i really noticed that maybe on six or seven years ago, I saw Chris Brown and he was one of my favorite male artists. He was on some show doing an interview. He had on a woman's cardigan, women's boots. And I'm just like, you know that you are an influencer. So children, younger, impressionable young adults are going to um, try to emulate your your image. So if they see you dressing, it, it went farther way far beyond the clothing it's also like the dancing the movements they created these challenges to have people jump on board um to me it it speaks of compliance and uh no no free will it speaks programming to me like on levels and it's like we just eat it up we don't even question it we just follow the trend whatever the trend is and i think that's what caused the demasculation of men just just following it I wear leopard print leggings. Seriously, yeah. I can't. <laughs> hey, Let but, me see but, you. We gonna Prince, have a we gonna have a talk. Prince did it. Prince, but 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 now you know if we look back in hindsight, like so all of these things, and I had to analyze this. So we mm-hmm. were so critical. We're so critical of uh, Young Thug, uh, Little Wayne when they started wearing this type of getup. But um, this is as far as as far as the entertainment business of singers. This has been the norm. You have the Osley brothers wearing, uh, what do we call them? What do we call them? Skinny jeans? We call them skinny jeans, but they, they, their pants were uh, seam. They're very skinny. Then they, then they, what y'all call them? Flaring at the bottom. They were flared. They flared at the bottom. Those were called bell bottoms. That's different. But they, but they was the same pants. The time you know? was different. Okay. But, but, but I'm all about Prince. self-expression. I right. am totally for self-expression. But I yeah. think there was some secret agenda going on. Like this was being pushed intentionally. And that's just me keeping it 100% real. Like 
You don't want our men strong. You don't want them to know who they are, their power and authority. You want them subservient and feel subjective, like uh, that they have to be this way to, to be men, to be valid, to be relevant. Like you doing this. And then, you know, if you using influential people with power, hey, I got you. I got you where I want you because now I have generation after generation after generation of men who are no longer carrying themselves as men. So I honestly, that's just my take on it. I I think they put that out there. They try trying to attack our our people. Okay. Well, my chapstick, I want my chapstick to have a little color in it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dick always no. put chapstick, and every no. guy, I need, I need mine to have a little color to it. So, you know, that my lips. Look ain't- how heavy and- it's being pushed. Look how heavy it's being pushed. You can't turn anywhere without seeing something about transgenders, about LGBTQ, um, and BLT sandwiches. No, stop. <laughs> But you can't turn anywhere without seeing it's in it's on the TV now. That stuff used to be censored. It was like unheard of. Even using profanity, all of that stuff was out of the gate. Now, baby, they promoted, they advertised it, baby. Listen, like that is the norm. And it's it's kind of scary to me because it's like, imagine what it will be 10 or 20 years down the line. That's so what I think it's important that we get back to the basis, to the foundational root of who we are as a people. We have always been civilized they were not and it's like they they're trying to read because nothing is new under the sun nothing is new in history so it's like now they're trying to go back to that where we're looked upon as being rowdy ratchet ghetto hood radish and that was never who we were we were elegant classy people they tried to we taught them how to bathe themselves if we really want to go down to the nitty-gritty like we introduced bathing with cloths and things like that that was us brushing their teeth properly like that was us Okay, and we know the the un the countless um, inventions that we came up with that they slapped their name and face on, and, and it became their product, their invention. So all I'm saying is, don't um, allow this this popular trend to change who we are at the heart, at the core of, of us as um, royal, majestic people. Just don't let it happen. That's all I'm saying. All right. So, in closing, <laughs> closing. Dating for you has been challenging. Yes. Um, you're not willing to jump the racial line, apparently. Respectfully. I'm saying this respectfully. You have daughters. Mm-hmm. All of the things that we're talking about that are values for you. How do you think you're going to handle things in the future in the event that all of these no-nos and your value and your core value become acceptable for your daughters. Um, That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Honestly, before I would have said, I'm going to teach this to them. I'm going to instill it into them. If I have to drill it into them, they're going to know this is an absolute no, no, we don't do this. We don't, you know, but now, because like I said, things have changed drastically and it's like, you have to be receptive to things now. And it's like, if that is their way, then who am I to go against the grain? Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they're their own individual being. And if this is what they feel their heart, 
desire is, then I'm not going to be opposed to my child living their life the way they want to. That was the thing that happened before my parents and other people were telling me how to live my life. And that made me rebel even more. So I think that it's important to let people freely be who they are and love who they want to love, however that looks. And that's and that's and that was one of the that was one of the uh, in the article itself where it spoke to a certain ideology of African American women, uh, more specifically. You know, we 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 in America, so I mean that's the viewpoint that we come from. But mm-hmm. shout out to all of the uh, people in Europe that. I got a lot of people in Germany check for me. So from the diaspora, I'm sure they understand what we're speaking of. But more, more specifically, in the African American community, the black, like uh, you know, and I'm just I'm just repeating what was in the article. You know, mm-hmm. Phil, you're a disgrace outside your right. And mm-hmm. and 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 now it's it just seems like uh more and more. I guess, like you said, we just have to accept the personal choices of people and their happiness and what makes them happy, as long as they're not being disrespected mm-hmm. or, being, you know, along the lines physically or mentally in an abusive relationship. So mm-hmm. changing times. Yes, we um, are in those changing times. Changing times for America. It's different. And um, I don't know. What in closing remarks? What, what anything else that you you want to add? You know, while welcome to New Earth. Hmm? Welcome to New Earth. <laughs> this is is literally the breakdown and the destruction of the old ways, the old society, and it is the emergence of something new, something brilliant, something um, unique. And so, yeah, just welcome to the New Earth. And I'll 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 piggyback on that, but I'll kind of put a spin on it. I think we're actually returning to the old world mm. from the new world because in the monarchy, you know, a lot of people watch Bridgerton and all these other new other shows that are somewhat telling stories of the way things used to be in the Victorian times and certain centuries, 16, 17, 18, whatever, whatever timeline they're covering. But Men wore makeup. Men wore wigs, wore hosieries. Men wore uh, leggings, and I just, I just think that what we're doing is we're kind of returning to that from a modern standpoint. Which, in our programming in America, from a period of, I want to say like 1920s to maybe the mm-hmm. 60s. So like. I, th- I, th- I think we had a 40 year dominance of, 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 of imagery of men in the way that they wanted the man to look. Mm-hmm. Definitely the woman, because I mean, women mm-hmm. were wearing dresses to their ankles, but men were wearing suits all the time. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were very formal. Then it got casual or semi-formal with just maybe a dress shirt and some slacks. Then the inception of jeans mm-hmm. and from there it went any which way fashion was was being pulled at that different time so i just kind of think that we're returning there and just to answer the question should black women consider dating white men more now i mean for me i just say whatever's in your heart whatever you find 
to the brothers, I wish I would just step y'all game up and, uh, you know, work your way up and make yourself a little more uh, presentable to women. Not to say that having a college degree makes you uh, a more attractive person, a smarter person or anything of that nature, but just being able to turn the leaf in your, uh, in your yeah. legacy to where, you know, you're trying to push them to another level. That's, that's, that's my only opinion about it. What about yours as we close? Um, so, yeah, I mean, you can certainly consider it. It doesn't mean that that's going to be your final definite, like your definitive choice. Um, feel free to love who you love, be whoever you are unapologetically because it is your life at the end of the day. So yeah, be free to just be who you are. Cool. Love Give me, give me, give me the pronunciation again. Anna. Anna Shanae. Anna Shanae. Thank you for joining me on the Talking Chip Podcast. Plug yourself again. Um, and also uh, for everyone who is going to listen and watch, please like, share, follow both of us. Please plug yourself as we close out. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, so if you want to view any of my content, feel free to go to my YouTube channel, To Be Honest 2.0. Also, I do have a podcast that I just started on acast.com. It's The Healing Garden, and you just sure. put dashes between The Healing Garden. And I appreciate you for having me. Likewise. Mm -hmm. Invite me on your show at some point. Uh, mm -hmm. My lady be calling, so I got to get on out of here. Peace. Okay.